1: The Dateable Podcast is an insider's look into modern dating that The Huffington Post calls one of the top 10 podcasts about love and sex. On each episode we'll talk to real daters about everything from sex parties to sex droughts, date fails to diaper fetishes, and first moves to first loves. I'm your host Ushu, former dating coach turned dating sociologist. You also hear from my co-host and producer Julie Kraftchik as we explore this crazy dateable world. Hello, friends and lovers. Welcome to another episode of The Dateable Podcast. We are celebrating Valentine's Day, or maybe not celebrating, but on this episode, we will be discussing Valentine's Day on our off-season while we ramp up for season 14.
0: (laughs) I feel like lovers is the appropriate greeting for this episode, especially. Only this episode. That is the only time. (laughs) That's not going to be the catchphrase from now on. No. Hello, lovers. (laughs) <laughs>
1: darlings
0: welcome <laughs> for anyone on youtube right now ua's in the valentine's day spirit i in am pink. i'm in like the anti-valentine's day spirit in gray right now
1: yes We are opposing forces to really round out how people feel about Valentine's Day.
0: (laughs) I'm a gray cloud coming down on Valentine's Day.
1: (laughs) Well, there's a reason for that because Julie had to refresh my memory on the history of Valentine's Day and it's not a pretty one. So maybe, yeah, let's let's just remind everyone where Valentine's Day came from.
0: I was quite shocked from this. And I'm actually (laughs) surprised that I haven't looked into it before today, but because we're Doing a Valentine's Day episode, we needed to do a quick history lesson. So, Valentine's Day, also St. Valentine's Day, which I think is pretty common knowledge, this actually started from a Roman festival, Lupercalia, which was held in mid February, back of the day, clearly back of the day. <laughs> but what's fucked up about Lupercalia is that Basically, young women would line up for men to hit them because they believed it would make them fertile.
1: So (laughs) fucked up. So fucked up.
0: Yeah. And it would be a matchmaking lottery. So young men would draw the names of these women from a jar and they'd basically be coupled up for the duration of this festival or longer if the match was right.
1: And then be beaten the whole time. (laughs)
0: Basically. This is really fucked. Also says the ancient Romans may be responsible for the name of our modern day of love. Emperor Claudius II executed two men, both named Valentine, on February 14th of different years. And then at the end of the 5th century, the Pope forbid the celebration of Lupercalia and attributed to replacing it with saint valentine's day so it's still vague the true origin but that's what comes up in npr britannica all major encyclopedia sources so yeah i feel like i have a new appreciation of how fucked up valentine's day is
1: can you imagine who started this idea that if you hit women it will make them more fertile like what fucked up man started this idea was like yo yo check this out i'm gonna tell all the women in the village that if we hit them it'll make them more fertile let's see if this takes off and then it takes off it's fucked up
0: right and back then the reason you were chosen as a woman is that you were the most fertile because that's basically what the woman's worth was back then
1: the lesson learned here is if you are complaining about modern dating you should really be thankful (laughs) That you don't have to be beaten. I know, modern you. dating
0: ghosting Ghosting doesn't seem so bad, does it?
1: No, not at all. Nobody has to touch me to ghost me. I'd rather they ghost me than yeah. beat me. Oh, hell yeah.
0: I will take any dating term of modern day times over Lupercalia Festival. That sounds freaking horrible.
1: I feel like there should be a boycott of this holiday.
0: Yep, now it's just a Hallmark holiday. And I was appalled and shocked by how much money... Guess how much money Valentine's Day brings in a year? In the U.S.? Uh, yeah, just from all of the Hallmark cards, the flowers, the candies, all the paraphernalia.
1: Oh, definitely in like the eight-figure range, I would think, at least. Or the nine-figure range.
0: $23.9 Billion! billion? <laughs> I guess it also goes beyond just that stuff. It's the restaurants jack up the prices for Valentine's Day. Becomes a prefix meal that's three times what it normally costs. Yeah. Serving the same shit. Yeah. (laughs) Just go a day earlier. (laughs) It's like New Year's Eve, right? Everything just goes up.
1: This is why ever since I've been in a relationship, we've never gone out for Valentine's Day. In every relationship I've had, we've just never gone out on Valentine's Day.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I definitely want to get into your views on Valentine's (laughs) Day, but I did find a few other stats that I think are very fascinating. So WalletHub put out a 2022 Valentine's Day survey. Uh The findings they had was 36 people expect their Valentine's Day to spend at least $50 on a gift. And 54% would break up with their significant other if, she, if he or she spent irresponsibly. So fear is a factor also.
1: Wow. So fucked up.
0: Capitalism is so fucked up. It really is. But I mean, I kind of see it. I feel like it would just feel shitty if you didn't get anything. Like if you are in a relationship. And I'm like kind of figuring out my own feelings towards it because... On one side, I logically know that it's a Hallmark holiday, but then on the other, society has drilled in this holiday for so long. So I, I see why that stat is a stat, because you're almost like comparing yourself to other people, and it makes you feel bad if your partner does nothing for it. So I see it.
1: Mm. Yeah, I I don't. I don't. I, I think it's <laughs> the cheesiest bullshit. I mean, this is just my personal opinion, so... I'm not trying to speak on behalf of anybody else except for myself. I don't love getting presents on any holiday because I feel like it's I'm getting them because that's what's supposed to happen. So Mm. especially on Valentine's Day, I don't want to I don't want to acknowledge it. I don't want gifts. I if I don't get one, I don't feel left out. But not to say in my early 20s, I felt completely opposite. I, f- I did feel mm. left out if I didn't get a gift and like my partner had forgotten about me.
0: Did you ever have this happen to you in grade school or middle school when people would send, you know, anonymous Valentine's mm-hmm. Day from Secret and Myers, and then they would come in with balloons or roses mm-hmm. and it would be like, who is going to get it? And I never was the one to get it. It was so horrible.
2: <laughs> yes.
1: Well, that is just how this fucked up Culture likes to publicly ostracize people. That's what I think that mm-hmm. is. And my friends and I in middle school, we used to send each other these gifts because we we're like, we don't want to feel left out anymore. But then we wouldn't sign it. We we would put like anonymous secret
0: admirer, like, secret admirer. <laughs> That's probably why I didn't get it. I didn't have the pool of friends down to do it. It's probably every girl for themselves or a guy. I don't want to exclude guys. Maybe there was a guy that wanted a rose. <laughs> <laughs> But what was interesting too in this study, it was this is clearly heterosexual relationships that the study is the context, but w- men will spend almost twice as much as women. So the average for men, how much do you think men on average spend on Valentine's Day, if you were to guess? Like 200 bucks. Yeah, 235. And okay. then on average, women was 119.
1: Okay. Okay. What are people spending that on? Dinner and like roses.
0: Yeah. And I think it's because it's there is a very heteronormative yeah. traditional aspect of Valentine's Day that the man must do all this stuff. So I can see why it skews that way. I'm actually surprised it's only half. I would expect it to even be less.
1: Yeah. What are women spending it on? Like getting their hair done?
0: <laughs> Possibly. Maybe. Or, you know, I guess in maybe in now times in 2022, it's more equal. Mm -hmm. You know, that people are jointly going out to dinner or celebrating. I mean, why should it really be the man paying for the woman for this? It really doesn't make sense.
1: Yeah, well, traditionally, it's always been that way. Yeah, but I I do think people people are questioning the roles of that. Oh, what? The more we talk about it, the more I just think it's a fucked up holiday.
0: <laughs> You're like, I just hate it. The more it goes on. And then, of course, between February 1st and February 14th, the overall data gap see the activity ac- increase across the US. So by 33%, which is no surprise. I think mm-hmm. there's a lot of FOMO. It's a reminder. I think the reminder is a big aspect. I remember when I was single, there was varying degrees. Degrees of how much it affected me. I think if I didn't have anyone in the horizon, and I was comfortable, I let it slide a little more. But I just remember celebrating Valentine's Day after a breakup on my own. And I, (laughs) I did not want to see anyone. I did not want to celebrate Valentine's Day. I basically wanted to pretend like this holiday didn't exist.
1: Oh, that is the
0: worst.
1: Yeah. I remember just living in New York. This holiday is so much more pronounced because on that day, you're walking down the street and there's like 10 guys carrying roses and balloons. And you're thinking, who are they giving that to? Because it's certainly not for me. And it just makes you feel super left out. So I'm so glad that it's COVID times. We don't have to see any of that shit
0: out in public. Yes, I do remember that. I remember seeing men wrapped around the block like at a flower stand, uh-huh. like all the last-minute flowers took it.
1: Yes. Uh, you know what is so funny? So my friend is married to a Parisian, and on Valentine's Day over there, they also sp- – Celebrate Valentine's Day. The flower stands, the florist will have one section for your significant other and one section for your mistress. So you can oh, go in discreetly. Damn. Yep. And say, I'll take flowers from that section and send it to so and so and so and so. She's like, it's just out there. You just, it's not like they're hiding it. It's like this section for your significant other and that section for your mistresses.
0: That's actually a really good point. I wonder how other countries celebrate Valentine's Day if it's so pronounced because I remember my old roommate was dating an Irish guy during Valentine's Day. They had just started dating, but they were pretty like, you know, it was it was a thing. And they had dinner plans and I remember her saying, "I really don't think he knows it's Valentine's Day." <laughs> (laughs) Like he hasn't said anything at all and hasn't addressed it. And I don't know if he's even aware of it. So maybe it was just this one guy. Maybe it was just you know, different places have a different emphasis. I mean, America is rooted in capitalism, so I could see it being more of a thing here, potentially.
1: Or consumerism. In China, it's all about buying shit. So China, there are three Valentine's Days. There's a single Day (laughs) and a a Western Valentine's Day, which is what we celebrate. And then there's the actual Chinese Valentine's Day three times a year, and all it is is people buying shit online. And then going to these match making events where it feels like it's musical chairs everyone's looking for like the person and they don't want to be the last one to be picked oh my
0: god so
1: you'll go to these these matchmaking events and it'd be like a thousand people in one room and one wall is filled with profiles it's someone's picture and all their stats their height their age where (laughs) how much money they make do they own shit and then you start (sighs) writing on your card who you like so everyone has a number you write write down the card on your card, which numbers you like, and then you navigate through this large auditorium people trying to find the numbers that you like. And then it's like a mad scramble. By the end of it, you don't want to leave alone. So by the end, everyone's like, whatever. I don't care what your number is. Just just go. Let's let's go. Let's go to dinner.
0: (laughs) I am in utter disbelief. This sounds horrible. For anyone that is upset in the U.S. about Valentine's Day, think about how much worse it is over there. Oh, so much worse. I do think it brings up things for people, though. So I'm not Mm -hmm. surprised that dating apps see a spike before. It's kind of like milestone birthdays. If you're not in the place that you want to be, it triggers something for you. And Valentine's Day every year is a reminder of your status, basically, Mm -hmm. whether you like it or not. If you celebrate or not, it's still there and it's a reminder. So I definitely see the the franticness coming in.
1: I hate that it's a holiday that reminds you to ask the question, am I loved? That's just like an awful yeah. way to gauge that because you could be loved in so many different ways outside of a romantic partner. But for some reason around this time, if you don't have a romantic partner, you might feel like you're not loved. That's wild. yes.
0: I don't love Valentine's Day just because I'm not I don't know there's something about it that I just never have loved and I'm I'm still trying to figure out what it is because I think this is my existential crisis with Valentine's Day. I have this intellectual level of not liking it mm-hmm. but then there is a feeling that comes up for me. Mm-hmm. And I think with Valentine's Day is actually the reverse is that I I like it on what it stands for. Mm-hmm. Why should we just be showing love to significant others if this is going to be the day of love? We might mm-hmm. as well spread it to all the people in our lives. So I do like that. I myself have never been someone that's like, let's all go out for Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Like, that's never been me. So I don't know. I don't know why I. I there's a big disconnect.
1: Have you seen that movie, Valentine's Day? It's a terrible Gary yes, Marshall movie.
0: It's so terrible. They so basically cool. take every major holiday, it's the same movie over and over again. I think they had New Year's, right?
1: Yep. And it's the same celebrities. They play the same yep. roles, the same storyline. But there is one part where Jessica Beale is holding a I hate Valentine's Day or something. I hate, I don't know, Black Heart. Galentine's dinner or something, and nobody's RSVP'd to this dinner, and she's all <laughs> sad because everyone's coupled off. But she's got this Aww. giant heart pin- pinata at the party and waiting for people to whack it. And she's the only one that shows up. Spoiler, in case you haven't seen the movie, more people show up by the end because, you know, that's how you do a Gary Marshall movie. And they're whacking at the heart. One of them is Jennifer Garner, who finds out the guy she's been dating is actually married with like two kids or whatever. But what I don't like about Galentine's Day is that there is this notion that you have to hate men. Once you attend the Mm. dinner, it becomes like a male bashing or like, we don't need men. Cheers to being single and powerful and not needing men. And I don't think that's the message. The message should be about support and love and not hating the opposite sex.
0: You know, I think that's what it's been for, for me, is that it feels almost like the second place trophy that you're getting (laughs) that you don't have (laughs) someone to spend Valentine's Day with. So it's a plan B. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's where I've struggled with it. And it doesn't have to be. I remember one of my friends who was in a relationship so it wasn't like she didn't have someone to spend Valentine's Day with and all my other friends that were in relationships I was the only single person there they were super pumped to have like a girls night sleepover (laughs) Valentine's Day event so I think that was maybe my own mindset of it because I felt like I was lacking something I don't think Mm -hmm. that's what it needs to be and even if you're single you don't have to view it as that it can just be I'm gonna like cherish all the love I do have in my life
1: Mm -hmm. Mm mm hmm. Yep. Do you have any stories or memories around spending Valentine's Day with someone that maybe you just started seeing?
0: Oh, I do. (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> oh, I do. Yes, so, she it was does. we did actually spend Valentine's together, day together, but it brought up things for me, so I will share it. But it was actually when I first I first met my ex, like my serious ex that I've talked about before. Mm-hmm. We met the first week of February. This was a while Mm -hmm. ago. And Valentine's Day was two weeks later, maybe a week later. It was very quick, right? It was real soon to when we had met. I think it was like the 7th. And then we had another date set up for the day before Valentine's Day. So the 13th. And I was like thinking about Valentine's Day. I was kind of like, oh, it's just coincidental that this is the day that works for us. Because it was our you know, first official date, but we had met through friends before. Mm -hmm. So anyways, the day comes for our first official date. And I get a text in the morning saying, I'm so sorry. I actually have to help my family with something tonight. Let's reschedule. Like, I'm really sorry to do this. And of course, I was heartbroken because I was really excited because we had we already had met before and we already had like a thing. So I was very disappointed. But I also like he he did follow up like we'll do something and like started to plan the next one. So it wasn't like this is a total rush. But he didn't actually I take that back. He did not play. He did not say an actual day. He just said, we'll do it again. Like I'll be back in Mm -hmm. touch to plan it. So I think I was kind of uh, is this going somewhere? Is this not mm-hmm. really, you know, in my head? And then Valentine's Day comes around. And I think Facebook could be very dangerous when you're first starting a relationship with someone oh. because you see a lot of stuff and you don't have any context, right? Uh-huh. So a girl checked him in to a wine festival in San Francisco on (gasps) Valentine's Day and said, Happy Valentine's Day. And of course, I was like freaking out and thinking the worst, right? That he was spending Valentine's Day with this other person, this whole thing. Turns out it was like one of his best friends. It was his family's like wine, like his family had involvement in this wine competition. So he was going with her. Why she checked it in as happy valentine's day i'll never know maybe just Mm. saying it but Mm. it definitely was me inferring a lot and i don't think i like was wrong i mean all this stuff was pretty like blatant for me to believe the story i believed but it does go to show you you just you can make a lot of references without knowing the full story
1: right so then what happened
0: I mean, we ended up obviously going on a date after and I learned like what this meant and it wasn't his secret girlfriend or someone he was (laughs) dating. So it ended up being okay. But I think Valentine's Day probably like brought this extra, like if he had just checked into this wine festival on another day with this person, would I have thought what I thought because of it? I feel like Valentine's Day made it more of a thing maybe than it was like the weight of Valentine's Day.
1: Yeah. And it just makes you more sensitive, you probably wouldn't even pay attention to where he's being checked in if it weren't any other day.
0: Right. But like my heart like stopped when I saw that come Mm. up. And the irony is that he wasn't even a Facebook person. So he probably like didn't even know he was being checked in that way.
1: Oh, okay why are people checking people in uh, on facebook anyway without their consent
0: this was also like eight years ago it was more checking people in.
1: back then actually people just a psa <laughs> stop checking in in general on facebook we don't give a fuck where you are
0: no well off. that's it stops so maybe enough people had false pretense check-ins that gave them too much anxiety so <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know if I recommend becoming like Facebook friends right away with someone because you do start to like dig into their past and you don't really know what this really means. It's all just your own interpretation.
1: I know. I hate I hate that when I go down the album's rabbit hole. <laughs> And then start looking at what were they doing on Valentine's Day last year or the right. year before that? Who's this girl and where are they at? What are they doing? Like, who cares? It's the past. <laughs> Stop.
0: No. So, I guess I kind of answered your question that I do have a memorable time, but it wasn't necessarily mm-hmm. like I went out on the town for Valentine's Day with this person. <laughs> Mm -hmm. So maybe not the best use of Valentine's Day, but what about you? Was there a time early dating someone that you could think about Valentine's Day playing in?
1: Yes. Cautionary tale. Cautionary tale. (laughs) Because I think there are a lot of people who may, you know, during cuffing season, maybe you met someone in November or December and you started dating and then here comes Valentine's Day where, okay, it hasn't been that long, but it's been long enough for you to probably bring up you know at least bring mm-hmm. up the subject you can't dance around it so this is the guy in new york I, you guys have heard about him enough we'll just we might as well just give him a name by now we need the a new york guy. you all know yeah the new york guy No, you we need a more about creative about nickname <laughs> <laughs> i used to have a nickname for him but it, it completely uh, reveals who he is so i i can't i can't but that's not a
0: good nickname
1: <laughs> it's not a good nickname because this is his actual name that's his nickname no, i'm just
0: kidding <laughs> She's like, first name, last name, social security. That's his nickname. <laughs> That's his nickname. Go find him. <laughs> IG
1: username. Uh, yeah. So we, were, we met in December, started dating in December. And I was so obsessed with this guy. You all know, you've heard this story. And by February, I was getting really anxious about Valentine's Day. He hasn't brought it up. We haven't had the DTR conversation, but I was like obsessed with this dude. I thought this is like the one. So come around like er, uh, the week before Valentine's Day. He texts me and he's like, um, when can we see each other next? And he threw out three dates, February 13th, February 14th, or February 17th. Okay, those are the three oh. dates. So I'm like, <laughs> I thought you were this... going to say
0: he threw out everything but February 14th.
1: <laughs> no, he put Valentine's Day in there. And I was like, is this a game of chess? Am I supposed to, how am I going to play this right? I got to maneuver this as carefully as possible. So overthinking this, of course, I would have wanted to spend Valentine's Day with him, but of course, I wasn't going to come off thirsty. So what do I do? I pick the 13th, the day before Valentine's Day. I thought I was playing it right. You know, cool girl syndrome. I don't need you on Valentine's Day. I got plans that day. I'll just see you the night before. Valentine's
0: Day. I got Valentine's yeah. Day plans.
1: Sorry. I you have a date. You don't know that. You don't know that I'm staying at home alone watching every sappy movie there is. Valentine's Day, the
0: movie? Yeah.
1: It wasn't out yet, but... Just believe me, if it had been, I, that would have been on repeat for me. So the, we, get, we go out on the 13th and we're at dinner and I'm telling him at this point, I'm revealing to him that I have feelings for him. I really like to be exclusive. And he's like, why didn't you just want to hang out on Valentine's Day? That was an option. <laughs> And he's like, I just don't get it. Why did you pick today? And he's like, do you have plans oh tomorrow? And I was like, I really don't. I really don't. I was trying to play it cool. I didn't want to come off desperate, but I really want to see you exclusively. I want this to be a thing. He's like, great, let's, let's make this a thing. But tomorrow, Valentine's Day, do you want to hang out? Because my friend is having a house party and I would like to invite you. Like, great, let's do it. But as the night went on, everything spiraled because oh, I was like, oh, my gosh, we're getting into a relationship. We're exclusive now. I feel like I have, I need to have higher expectations of him. We oh, should God. have more plans for Valentine's Day. Long story short, maybe you've heard it before, but by the end of the night, we broke up. OK, so we broke up the night before fucking Valentine's Day. And I still regret it till today.
0: So you guys dated exclusively for one day. Six
1: hours. (laughs) Six hours, precisely. Longest relationship ever. (laughs) Longest ever. We broke up on at midnight on Valentine's Day because I thought about things and I called him up. I was like, this is not going to work out. You're not giving me what I want. And to him, I was probably so fucking cuckoo. This girl who's like, yeah, I really want to I really want to be in a relationship with you. I really like you. Fuck you. You're not living up to what I want. You're not giving me what I need. If only you do what you do now. Cautionary tale. (laughs) That's what happens when you put so much pressure on the holiday and also not communicate communicating your needs my needs were i want to spend valentine's day with him i should have just picked that day to begin with i'm sure it would have been fine till this day i still regret that moment i wish we could have him on the show just to tell him i regret that (laughs) moment but that's the story of the new york guy it won't be the last time it's never
0: too late yeah that's gonna be a spin-off show (laughs) (laughs) okay let's just hold that thought because we have a few messages
1: this episode is brought to you by Murad Skincare, a line of clinically proven, cruelty-free products that meet the meticulous standards for safety, efficacy, and care you expect from a doctor. One of my favorite products is the Invisiscar Resurfacing Treatment, which I've already seen some results from, from using it for just a few weeks. Founded by Dr. Howard Murad, who is a board-certified dermatologist and trained pharmacist recognized around the world as a visionary for his unmatched scientific innovations, Murad has also launched a digital magazine and a podcast. podcast called Well Connected by Murad, connecting the dots between science and wellness. Find the digital magazine at wellconnected.murad.com and the podcast Well Connected by Murad wherever you listen to your podcast. And for dateable listeners only, go to murad.com and enter the code datable for 20% off and free shipping for orders of $60 or more. Again, that's murad.com and enter the code datable D-A-T-E-A-B-L-E for 20% off and free shipping for $60 or more. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. With so much going on in the world today, wouldn't it be nice to know there's a dedicated team on your side to help you through all of life's ups and downs? That's why we're so happy to introduce you to BetterHelp, a professional counseling platform that matches you with your own licensed professional therapist. Send a message to your counselor anytime or do what I do, schedule weekly video or phone sessions. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches, so they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. Their licensed professional counselors specialize in depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, trauma, grief, and so much more. Just check out the testimonials posted daily on their site. We want you to start living a happier life today. And as a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at betterhelp.com dateable. Join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp.com Better dot com, slash D A T E A B L E to Viahemp.com and use a code datable to receive 15% off and one free sample of their sleepy dream gummies. That's Viahemp.com and use a code D-A-T-E-A-B-L-E at checkout. Take your passion and pleasure
2: to a whole new level with high love from Viahemp. Say goodbye
0: We had a really interesting question actually in the Facebook group that came Mm in of someone that's been casually dating three women. They want to Mm -hmm. find a monogamous relationship, but they're just at the early stages, right? Like as people do when they're dating. So he was wondering how should he navigate Valentine's Day? Should Mm -hmm. he make plans with all three of them throughout the week? And some people were saying you could get them a card or something still. Should you just not bring it up with anyone? you send a happy valentine's day text to all three of them i thought it was a really interesting question because i do think these early stages are it's challenging because there's so much hype for it but you really don't know this person you don't know if you're really building something with them
1: It's so tricky. And you don't want to, you don't want people to misinterpret the situation either. I had a a close girlfriend of mine who just started dating a guy and he asked to hang out on Valentine's Day, took her to one if by land, two if by sea. I don't know if you know that restaurant in New York. It is the place where people get get engaged. It is like the place famous for people getting engaged. And they had just been dating for less than a month. And she showed up and you know, they're being showered with flowers and balloons and all of that. And people are getting proposed to left and right.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. That's horrible. It made, her feel,
1: it made her feel so uncomfortable, even though she was still navigating her feelings around this guy. I think that night really solidified. The fact that she was, like, kind of scared off and she never saw him again. So early, early stages could be really tricky. Personally, for me, I think it would be nice in the, from, like, the receiving end to just get a text message and to acknowledge that day. Just don't ignore yeah. it. Acknowledge it. Hey, UA, been so fun spending time with you. Just want to say happy Valentine's Day thinking of you. That's it. Good enough.
0: I agree. I think ignoring it completely doesn't send a good message if you are trying to keep the option open for this person. Yeah, I think the text is good. I was going to say maybe you could buy like one of those little, I'm just a sucker for these in general, like those little chocolate candy the chocolate heart boxes oh you love the those Russell Stover ones that have like the three <laughs> mystery chocolates in them that are always the same combination it's always <laughs> coconut always caramel and always oh she knows cream. that well but they try to make it I don't know I feel like my parents bought me those for years that was my valentine I would like, not have a valentine's day and then I would get like a card in a chocolate box for my mom which I appreciated. But... <laughs> That's really cute. (laughs) But I I think you could do something. I mean, they're like, I don't know, a dollar, two dollars. They're not very expensive. So I think you could do something like that next time you see the person. But I guess it just depends like what message you're trying to send, because it does send a little more than a happy Valentine's Day text. But I also think it's not over the top to do something like that either. So you're
1: saying he should hand deliver them like next time he sees them on a date?
0: I mean, I don't think it needs to be on Valentine's Day, but let's say they have a date that week. It could be like a Mm -hmm. nice little gesture to be like, oh, I picked this up for you. Hey, hot tip. You can go the day after Valentine's Day and that thing's going to be 50 (laughs) cents. So (laughs) you could get up for all the people you're dating. If you're dating 10 people, just get 10 of them. Doesn't matter. You get a heart chocolate. You get a heart chocolate.
1: Fuck it. Everybody in this building gets a heart chocolate. like
0: show up to the Walgreens counter with like 50 chocolate containers.
1: So how many girlfriends do
0: you have? (laughs) Or boyfriends. Girls can do this too. True that. I think this is a good idea for people. Get major points. And you know, if they dump you, you can just take the chocolate back. It's a (laughs) (laughs)
1: win-win. Wow. Savage. What? You don't want to be with me? (laughs) Give me back my 50 cent chocolate.
0: Well, I was going to say if they like ghost you in the week, you're like, eh. They just won't get a chocolate. They never had to know I got them one. But yeah, you could be savage and take it back too.
1: (laughs) But a nice gesture is great. I think the the spirit of Valentine's Day, if we want to make it right, is like a spirit of giving. So I -hmm. think just like whatever you want to show the people around you, how you care about them, you can't go wrong with that. And that includes people you're seeing. That includes your neighbors, your friends, your family. If you're just in this spirit of giving and start handing out these chocolates to people who matter in your life, then it won't be so anxious ridden of a holiday.
0: Yeah. So let's talk about when you're actually dating someone. Because I think Mm. I used to have this fear. And maybe it was the person I was with, I would have a fear that like they wouldn't do anything for Valentine's Day. It would upset me. So Mm. I almost like kind of was like, I don't care about Valentine's Day to like get ahead of it. But it wasn't Uh necessarily true to my heart. It was a self protection mechanism. So I think there's a little bit of that. I mean, this year with my partner, we're just going away. Like we wanted to go to the Hot Springs in Calistoga, my favorite place anyways. Mm-hmm. The option, we, it's too expensive to go on the weekday weekends. So we I always would go on the weekdays anyways. So we were always going to go on like a Sunday night. So there was the option to go on the 13th into the 14th and take that day off. So we mm-hmm. are doing that. And I think it nice. actually is a good bet. I have hinted to him multiple times, and maybe he's listening to this now, that I do want a box <laughs> of chocolates or a, or a rose. <laughs> but I think it is nice. <laughs> and if he wants, he could get them the day after, 50% off. No, I'm just kidding. I think it is nice to like... <laughs> I think it is nice to like have something planned together for me, like as someone that's in a relationship, I wouldn't want to just ignore the holiday. But I also Mm -hmm. don't know if I'd want to put the pressure on someone to come up with this whole thing or also the pressure on myself that whatever they come up with isn't satisfactory, kind of Mm -hmm. what you were saying. So I kind of like this idea of just planning it together and not making it Mm -hmm. like this gift to one another
1: hmm. I think that's a really great plan as a partnership. And I think it's so important at the beginning of a partnership to establish what the holiday means to you. I've seen too many people make mistakes here and assume that it means one thing to their partner when it means to- something totally different. If you are in the boat of Valentine's Day is a big fucking deal for me. I expect gifts, balloons and flowers. Communicate that. I think it's important. Don't yeah. be shy about it. Communicate that. That is your need and your views. But if you're in the boat of, I just want to do something with my partner and I want to be in the presence of my partner, then communicate that too. You just I think two people just have to be very aligned on how they view the holiday. I think my partner and mm-hmm. I really feel like going out to dinner is great. He plans a dinner. We go out and and we always go out the day either before or after Valentine's Day. We yes, never go. That's a day. hot tip. Oh, that's a hot <laughs> tip. It is, you don't want to be crammed in at no. a restaurant where they're jacking up the prices 3X and you're sitting shoulder to shoulder with some like 18 year olds that are going out for Valentine's <laughs> Day. And especially with COVID around, like, come on, save yourself the hot mess and do it the day or the day after, day before or day after.
0: We have really given a lot of money saving tips on this episode to beat Valentine's <laughs> Day.
1: I feel like that should be the name of the episode:
0: <laughs> How to Beat How capitalism. to Save Money. On- <laughs> yeah, how to beat <laughs> <laughs> one day at a time on Val. Let's take down Valentine's Day together. <laughs> no, I think that's really great. I like the communication of it. Or maybe you need both. You need the chocolates mm-hmm. and the roses, and you also want quality time. I think for so long. I've made this mistake, and I know we hear this from listeners all the time, is you want the person to surprise you, and you want them to you know do all the things and I actually remember one of our past episodes that we did last season with Serena fucking Kerrigan and her talking about how she would just tell someone what she needs because Mm -hmm. if the option is getting it or not getting it she'd rather get it than you know this element of surprise and sure it feels nice if someone meets like surprises you with something but I think that's something that's in the movies that it goes well I'd say more times out of not they're not mind reader. There's no way that they would know what you're looking for. So the odds of them matching you exactly where you want to be is just so slim. You're setting yourself up for failure.
1: You really are. You know, I'm reading that book, How to Get the Love You Want. And in there, there's a chapter about when partners think that they're surprising their partner with something, they're actually doing what they would want. So right. it's, it's always in line with what if, if it were flipped, what they would want their partner to do for them. So you're not actually doing anything for your partner. You're doing this for yourself. And these surprises don't usually go well because it's not in line with what your partner wants. It's much better to have a direct line of communication of saying, this is what makes me happy. This is what I want. This is what I expect. And your partner can act upon those requests. It just makes life so much easier.
0: Absolutely. So Valentine's Day, yay your day. I'm still conflicted on it personally.
1: like every day every day should be valentine's day
0: yes i think that is my take on it is that why limit it to this one day why put all this pressure on this one day you should feel it loved and appreciate your partner every day it should not be dedicated to this that being said i feel like it is kind of just an excuse to like maybe make your person feel good so i like it for that and personally like mm-hmm. i am excited about it this year i don't want to say i'm like not because you know that would be disingenuous also but i think i have a love hate relationship with valentine's day there's years i have pretended it didn't exist there's years that i didn't really give a fuck and There's years I forgot Mm -hmm. about it, to be honest. I didn't even realize it was Valentine's Day. And then there's years like this that I'm looking forward to Valentine's Day. And I think a lot of it was clearly where I was in life. So I think you don't have to be, I guess, the takeaway I have is you don't have to be a hard yes or no to Valentine's Day. Like anything Mm -hmm. else, it can shift with whatever life stage you're in. If you're in a place that you're like, fuck Valentine's Day, own that in you know do what makes you happy on that day go get a massage do some self-care whatever that is and if you're in a place that you're like hell yeah valentine's day then embrace all the cheesiness i told my partner i want a chocolate covered rose and i hope i get that (laughs) (laughs) okay
1: should i call him after this (laughs) just to make sure (laughs) julie's very serious into this
0: this episode i'm just kidding no i don't really care about a chocolate covered rose but it would be funny
1: It would be funny. Is it edible rose? I don't even know how that works.
0: Have you seen those? They're so ridiculous. I saw them. It, the reason I like thought about this because I did see it recently at a grocery store when I was with him. It, it, it just looks so ridiculous. It's like 90% plastic. And then the actual chocolate of the rose is like this big, <laughs> tiny.
1: Oh, oh, the actual rose part is chocolate and the chocolate. rest of it is just artificial. It's just plastic. Yeah.
0: It's just like clearly like a gimmicky gift, right? So I don't need a chocolate covered rose. I think it would be hilarious to get one, but I won't be devastated if I don't. <laughs> Life will go on.
1: I thought you meant like an actual rose dipped in chocolate, which I would actually want. That's cool. That's some cool shit.
0: <laughs> that actually sounds better than the one I saw. The one I saw is straight up cheesy, but funny. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I like the cheesy cards. I like the candy hearts. I like the car- like the yeah. fun cards that you can get cuz they're it's so nostalgic. It reminds me of middle school and high school yes. some some of it. So, I do I do buy into some of the holiday. I have to say we are very lucky with timing of Valentine's Day this year because it is on a Monday. So, you yes, can choose you can to acknowledge it. it or or ignore it cuz it's a Monday. And if you're going out the night before, it's also Super Bowl Sunday. So there's so much else going on at the same time. You won't be yes. inundated with all of this like cheesy love shit. But at the end of the day, I truly believe that we should embrace, no, I shouldn't say we should. I'm not going to say should. I truly believe that we can embrace the giving spirit of the holiday, which is all about giving love and support and mm-hmm. appreciation for the people around you. I always love giving cards to my neighbors I don't know about this year because they're all new neighbors, but I don't know if that freaks them out. <laughs> I love giving Valentine's Day cards to my neighbors. Like, Who's this girl uh,
0: giving us yeah, a Valentine's like, Who's Day this card? Chick?
1: Who's this chick? And also, side note, uh, my neighbors get me mixed up with the other Asian girl that lives in the building, so they might <laughs> give her credit or not so, give her credit. I don't know. I, it might be really confusing.
0: Maybe it's good she gets credit. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Either they're going to really love her or think she's she's crazy. I guess I could just blame it on her if they think it's a little yeah. bit creepy. So I, <laughs> I, I think, you know, embracing that attitude and just making more of a less romantic holiday and just think about love in general. think it'll alleviate some of the pressure that we face around this time of the year.
0: Yeah, I wish we could go back to elementary school when you would buy the whole class Valentines. You know those packs that you would buy of like different cartoons that were hip at the time? I don't even know what they would be, like Baby Shark. I don't know. You could just get Baby (laughs) Shark Valentine's Day cards and put them for all your neighbors you had. That would be so
1: (laughs) cute. I love that. Or giving them to strangers.
0: Yeah, I think in SF they used to have i don't know if they still do this they used to have a valentine's day pillow party so it's a big pillow fight in embarcadero which is like near the ferry building for all our local listeners but people would bring their pillows with them they wouldn't provide pillows and they would just have a massive pillow fight in this open area
1: (laughs) i like that you had to clarify they don't provide the pillows (laughs) yeah
0: I don't want to be using someone else's pillows. Especially COVID times.
1: <laughs> Especially during this time. I...
0: I did. I never went because I again, I was never someone that jumped on these Valentine's Day activities for whatever reason. I think I, I did have like a few years that it bothered me. So I didn't do it for that reason. But I do appreciate that. Like, I appreciate mm-hmm. that they're just trying to make it fun, inclusive for all. It's not like this big romantic thing. It's just some lighthearted fun that could come with the holiday.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Making a fun, light, and all about love. And if you have some fun Valentine's Day stories, please DM us on Instagram at Dateable Podcasts. We love hearing those stories and we haven't shared any in a while. I'm sure so many people have plenty of stories to share around this holiday.
0: Yes, or post them in our Facebook group. Love at the type of corona. Mm-hmm. We definitely want to hear. I'm sure we'll have a prompt about what's your best and worst Valentine's Day experience. But definitely proactively share up too. And you know, Master Date. That's our MO in the Facebook yes. group is you can always go on a date with your self and Valentine's Day is the perfect time to do that. Just own it. Master date. That's the answer to everything.
1: Master date, then masturbate, and then you'll have the perfect holiday.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's a Monday. (laughs) (laughs) That is one crazy Monday right there. (laughs) And then our last announcement, we have our 22-day dating app reset that originally Mm -hmm. was supposed to close on Valentine's Day. Unfortunately, we actually need to close it a little earlier. We've just been bombarded by profile reviews, which is part of it. That's the high-touch area that UA and I will review your profile and give you actionable feedback. It's an awesome program. It's self-paced, 22 days, just little tidbits that you get. We've heard from people that it's just the right amount of information. It's not overwhelming, Mm -hmm. but it's enough to keep you focused and keep you feeling optimistic and keep you feeling like... You know, there is someone out there for you on the apps. The apps are not the enemy. So all Mm -hmm. great things. We're really excited. We've heard people say just how much their outlook has changed, how much their interactions have changed, how their matches have changed, all the good stuff. So if this is of interest to you, we don't know when it will be back. So definitely get on it. We will be closing the registration for it on Friday at midnight. So technically Saturday a.m. So you got Mm -hmm. all the way through Friday evening evening to get in. Uh, that is the end of it. And yeah, we hope you join us because it's been great so far. It's
1: been so much fun. Yes.
0: Yeah, so if you're interested in getting on it, go to findingyourperson.com apps.
1: And that's it for announcements, right? We got nothing else except for show us some love in Apple Podcasts reviews. We love it when you give us five-star ratings and leave us a little love note. It does help us get better sponsors, get more guests, give you all better content because we are creating this free content for you all. But we got to keep it going somehow. We didn't make it through all... 14 seasons and seven years without your love. It's your love that helps us, our love engine, keep going. Does that make sense? I think it makes sense. In my head, it does. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then season 14 is starting very, very soon. So make sure you're following us at Dateable Podcast. You're in the group. All the things related to Dateable Podcast so you are ready, right, as season 14 drops. We got a good season planned. Very, very excited to get this out.
1: Very much looking forward to season 14. And with that, we're going to wrap up this episode. Stay
0: Dateable.
1: The Dateable Podcast is part of the Frolic Podcast Network. Find more podcasts you'll love at frolic.media podcasts. Want to continue the conversation? First, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter with the handle at Dateable Podcast. Tag us in any post with the hashtag Stay Dateable. And trust us, we look at all those posts. Number two,
2: stay dateable.